Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, it's Kimberly, host of the Start Me Up podcast. If you like your politics with some loose talk and salty language, you're going to love my show. I interview the coolest people like Mary Trump, Kathy Griffin, and DNC Chair Jamie Harrison. The Start Me Up podcast has an easygoing, casual style and a strong emphasis on left-leaning politics. We also have frank discussions about sex and more than a few spirited rants. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup or wherever you get your podcasts and start listening today. So political dirty trickster and convicted and pardoned federal felon Roger Stone appears before the House Select Committee today, and he tells us he's ready to plead the fifth, invoke his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. What might happen to old Roger after he pleads the fifth? Let's talk about that. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So let's talk about old Roger Stone, the Fifth Amendment and all things immunity. Because with Roger Stone being perhaps the first witness to appear before the House Select Committee and formally invoke his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, we are now going to have to start talking in earnest about immunity and the consequences of granting somebody like Roger Stone immunity so they can try to force some truthful information out of him. So, first of all, when you're considering whether to grant a witness immunity, whether to overcome or extinguish that witness's Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, one of the most important questions a body, whether it's Congress or the grand jury or a court, has to ask itself is, will this forward the investigative ball? Will I get some truthful, usable information out of this witness if I immunize him or her. Roger Stone? Remember last time he testified before Congress? It was during the Trump-Russia investigation. And what did he do? He lied over and over and over again. He was indicted for those lies. Not only five counts of lying to congressional investigators, but obstructing a congressional proceeding and witness tampering by threatening to kidnap and kill somebody's dog. You can't make that up, what a swell guy Roger is. He was indicted, he went to trial, and he was convicted. I sat through his trial right up the street in D.C. federal court, and he was sentenced to serve 40 months in prison, and then his co-conspirator Donald Trump swooped in and pardoned him. Judge Amy Berman Jackson, who presided over Roger Stone's trial and sentencing, said, you know, Mr. Stone, you weren't convicted because you were standing up 
for Donald Trump. You were convicted because you were covering up for Donald Trump. And now Roger Stone is going to do one of the few smart things he's done in recent years. He's going to plead the fifth because he undoubtedly has a Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination if he were required to testify about what he knew, when he knew it, who he spoke with, and how he participated in the run-up to the J6 rally, the rally itself, the insurrection, the cover-ups afterwards. So wisely, he's apparently taking, taking the advice of his lawyer and he's going to plead the fifth. Should Congress consider granting Roger Stone immunity? Do we really think you can get any truthful information out of Roger Stone? It feels like granting immunity to a guy like Roger Stone is somewhere between feudal and foolhardy because all he will do is he'll take that immunity and he'll start to tell a bunch of lies once he is hauled before Congress to testify. Now, there may be a fringe benefit to that because whereas immunity extinguishes your Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination such that you can be compelled to testify, even if your testimony would incriminate yourself, because it can't be held against you if you have immunity. You know what can be held against you? If you testify under a grant of immunity and you lie, those lies can be held against you. They could be charged as what we call 1001 false statements to Congress. And yes, there would probably be some sort of just desserts at the end of the day. If Congress immunized Roger Stone, forced him to testify, he told a bunch of lies, and now we are off to the perjury races again, indicting, trying, convicting, and sentencing Roger Stone. But the good news is, this time, Roger Stone wouldn't be pardoned. He'd actually head off to prison the way the judge intended, the way the system intended, the way the law is supposed to work. But suffice it to say, I don't know if Congress will seriously consider immunizing somebody like Roger Stone just to build a perjury case against him down the road, because I don't think anything Roger Stone says or does will forward the investigative ball into the insurrection or into Donald Trump's culpability for what happened on January 6th. You know, immunity typically only has an impact if the immunized person can be sort of nudged into telling the truth. Let's take a guy like Jeffrey Clark, who also announced that he was going to plead the fifth and then he got some long-term illness, he claims, and his appearance has been postponed several times. Jeffrey Clark, of course, is the DOJ official who joined Donald Trump's conspiracy to try to overthrow the election's results. He's the DOJ official who, after Donald Trump said, I know there was no fraud, I don't care. Just say there was and leave it up to me and my allies in Congress. Jeffrey Clark joined that conspiracy, went back to the Department of Justice, and authored a letter to election officials in the battleground states. We saw the letter he authored to the Georgia state election officials, giving them a blueprint to corruptly overturn Joe Biden's win in the state of Georgia. So if a guy like Jeffrey Clark pleads the fifth, and it looks like he will, that is somebody Congress should seriously consider immunizing. Why? Because a guy like Jeffrey Clark, unlike Roger Stone, might take that 
immunization seriously, go into Congress and tell the truth about what he knows, particularly the conversations he had with Donald Trump as he was joining that conspiracy, as he was doing Donald Trump's nefarious bidding by trying to go to the battleground states, use the Department of Justice as a weapon, a corrupt weapon, to tell those battleground states, just throw out the electors for Biden and corruptly name Trump electors so you know we can steal the election. Jeffrey Clark's testimony might be really enlightening and really important if, after he is immunized, he's willing to tell the truth. And Jeffrey Clark might not want to go to prison by lying to Congress after he's immunized. So you need the witness to care about going to prison. You need a witness who can be prodded into telling the truth if you're going to immunize him. Roger Stone, I would tell Congress not to waste its time. Jeffrey Clark, he seems like a strong candidate for immunity. And then in a future video, friends, I'll talk about the consequences of immunity because one of the real concerns when you grant someone immunity is once you force them to testify and they can no longer invoke their right to remain silent, their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, and they start to talk about crimes that they were complicit in, then if you're going to try to prosecute that person later, just like we did with Oliver North during the Iran-Contra affair, his testimony was immunized by Congress. Thereafter, DOJ indicted him and tried him, convicted him, and when he appealed his conviction, the appellate court overturned it. They threw out his conviction because the appellate court wasn't satisfied that that immunized testimony that he was forced to give to Congress wasn't used against him in some way in the trial. It didn't seep in to the evidence and information the prosecutors presented against Oliver Stone at his trial. Oliver North, excuse me, at his trial. So yes, Im immunity can have some serious and important consequences in the long run when you're holding, when you're seeking to hold criminals accountable for what they've done, not just get their testimony before Congress. We'll talk more about that in the future. But in the meantime, folks, sit tight because the House Select Committee is going gangbusters. Things are heating up. I believe we continue to snowball in the direction of justice painfully slowly, yes, but in the direction of justice. And justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.